0: Asa, dudes. welcome to midnight gamer it's your boy czar back with another episode and i'm always joined by my co-host scissors panda aka sith aka sith x panda now what's going on
1: Che chee chee chee! What up? What up? What up? Not much, man. Just a, another night here, gaming again. Yes, Let's sir. with you?
0: Another night, buddy. Another night. We got some big news this week to talk about. We got some big news on the live streaming service Mixer. uh Crash Bandicoot, some Tony Hawk stuff, more Pokemon news, a little bit of Halo news, a little bit of Diablo news, a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. of Cyberpunk news. Um just a lot of stuff here so we're gonna jump right into it probably the biggest news we have to talk about here is the mixer news so for those of you that didn't hear there was some drama that went down this week regarding mixer which is Microsoft's um, streaming service like live streaming service that um, it basically was in direct competition to twitch which I'm sure most people know about but uh, notable names were you know like ninja and shroud had big deals on twitch so it was pretty big platform but let's see i'm pretty sure they said what it was all sexual harassment stuff right
1: i i don't know if that was the the direct thing but that definitely played a part in it um it wasn't I don't think it was sexual harassment it was racism oh yeah you're
0: right it was i'm thinking of the there's isn't twitch is getting some backlash too right now. there's
1: a lot of like gaming companies getting like sexual allegations right now to certain members like in their company so i know like wizards of the coast not really considered gaming but they just had to fire one of their contributors and he like it he ousted himself as a sexual predator too
0: Okay. That's just random. Uh, but. <laughs> weird flex. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was racism stuff. An employee came out and said that there was, uh, I'm pretty sure, like slave remarks made in some company meetings and stuff. Uh, and and these are feelings I, I'm pretty sure that they found out like went all the way up to the CEO. So it's, it's kind of a big bombshell here. The details are Mixer it was done, like Microsoft shut it down like almost immediately. Sold it off to Facebook Gaming, so Facebook uh, Gaming's taken over the platform, which I didn't even know Facebook Gaming was a thing I, until I, now.
1: Yeah, I did, but I try to stay away from all that just because I try to stay away from Facebook in general.
0: Yeah, so do I. I. I think Facebook is just a horrible platform. For, oh yeah. Horrible people to voice their opinions. Um, so yeah, I, that is something I will never, never utilize. I'll never get on Facebook Gaming. I'll never stream on that. I did. I That's what I used to use. I have a Twitch account, but Mixer was so, you know, being an Xbox guy was so easy to use because it was integrated into like your, your, your main hub on the Xbox. So like I could just literally by the click of a button start streaming. And people could tune in. So, to be
1: fair, to be fair, you could have did that with Twitch too. It, it is like already on the Xbox, but yeah, it, it definitely was uh, more optimized for the Xbox. But that's also like turned off a lot of people to the service because they're like, okay, well, you know, I'm on PS4 or or PC but I gotta you know stream it through an Xbox. At least that's how it was initially. Yeah. Um, I mean, they change that eventually not that it really matters since they're like kind of shutting down now like i almost streamed on mixer but i was just like uh, the only good thing is there's not a lot of known people so you can make a name for yourself compared to twitch it's not like as a saturated streaming market but um twitch has definitely always been ahead of mixer and there's really not much they try to do different besides just being their own brand
0: yeah. I mean Twitch is definitely cooler. It's a it's a cooler name in my opinion. Like you got a cooler like layout and everything. Like I said, I guess I was just being ignorant to the fact that it was that easy to stream on Twitch. Like I said, all I would have to do is hit my middle button on my controller, scroll over to things and hit a button just to stream on Mixer. But yeah, I, I have a Twitch account. and obviously if I stream that's what I'm gonna use now. Uh, I use it to watch people though all the time more so than actually stream twitch is legit uh hopefully hopefully twitch stays alive here and um whatever they're going through isn't too serious hopefully but so so the employees and streamers from mixer you know they they found out the news like from their viewers like while they were streaming and stuff so yeah like they didn't even know no one knew it was getting shut down until the comments start flooding in midstream um facebook gaming allegedly offering two times the deals for partners if they transition over but obviously the two big names that i'm seeing in all the articles ninja and shroud they both opted out of that and got paid their full contracts that they originally signed with Mixer. so ninja got 30 million shroud got 10 million for i think only eight months
1: yeah it was a two-year contract
0: and they got it for eight months worth of of work, yeah. if you want to call it work. They so. made
1: the big the big brain move.
0: <laughs> it, it's pretty wild, man. Um, just to kind of to transition off just a little bit here, just the whole streaming thing in general. It's something as a gamer for you know twenty plus years. I, it's something I honestly never saw coming, and it, it's crazy to me how it's blown up like. Me, personally, yeah, I watch some streamers and stuff now, but more so, it's just my friends. Like, I'll just watch my friends play games, like, that I know in real life. I it, It's just so weird to think about, still, because I never got the appeal of of just watching people play the game normally, because, like, I just want to play the game. Yeah. But I, I get it, because I am such a fan of esports, so I love watching competitive tournaments and stuff, but just to watch people play it at, at their house, you know, just in normal, like, lobbies on Fortnite or whatever their game of choice is. I never really saw the appeal of it, but, I mean, hell, it is is—it is a huge industry now, man. So it's dude, just kind of wild to me.
1: It, it is, and I'm like, dude, that could have been me. Like, what if I had just been, you know, streaming since, like, 2010, when whenever Twitch came out? Like, that's what these people have been doing. They've been grinding for years, and all of a sudden now they get, like, 30k viewers like can you imagine you're playing a video game which is like 30,000 people just watching you play it I couldn't and, believe it and like they're not in it just cause like you're a good player but they like just enjoy you as a person your personality and stuff I mean yeah. that's not for everyone but like I mean I watch a lot of good players that's because I like um, you can see like their thought process when they do certain things in a, in like especially in competitive games, Halo, Call of Duty, Valorant, CS:GO, League of Legends, whatever you're you're into. Like just watching them play and just like learning from what they're doing, that's like huge for up and coming gamers trying to get into the scene. Yeah, um, but yeah, I understand like you said. what you're saying, dude. Yeah, it, right. It's
0: just kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, and if I, I mean, I would definitely hope to find myself in that situation one day where I'm oh, just hell like, yeah. make it big and I just play video games 8-10 hours a day, like, dude,
0: that's a dream. And you're just racking in easy money, dude, like, yeah. it's, it just seems like easy money, and, and you're right, like, a lot of it for streamers, it's, it's, um, it's personality based, like, you're right, like, some people even have created, like, characters for themselves, uh, like, one that comes to mind is that is dr, dr. Disrespect. disrespect yeah yeah he he's pretty big and like that's just all character you know it's that's either. that's c- clearly not how he is probably in real life but it yeah, works well you know? maybe
1: i don't know who knows but i mean yeah, we, uh, we probably won't
0: actually know but,
1: <laughs> it also helps if you have titties
0: yeah i've noticed like the girl streamers and it's just bit, like, are like pretty successful.
1: Like they just, there's the cameras pointed down and they're just wearing like a low cut shirt. I don't like it. I mean,
0: they know, they know. So, what they're
1: doing. so I hear like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've actually, I've never tuned into those before, <laughs> but um, to, to go back to Ninja who I guess you could say is probably the most successful streamer money wise. Um, I'm not a fan of his. I'll just preface by that. But like, yeah, just just an example of he just made thirty million off this mixer ordeal, and that's what he was going to make anyways if the company stayed afloat. But I'm pretty sure, you know, he made ev- like yeah. before transitioning over to mixer, he was making like crazy money per day, per week, like yeah. So he he's that that just goes to show anyone that's curious about what you could make, like what the what the the ceiling is in terms of money from streaming you know just go look up that guy's net worth
1: the the biggest thing for him though like he got extremely extremely lucky like everything just happened all at once for him like yep that's not something like just from grinding and all like i mean he's been streaming for years like he was a professional halo player before i remember seeing him on the scene when i watched it um Yeah, I remember him too. And he won some an H one Z one tournament and like he got a bunch of followers through that. But like he was probably racking in like, I don't know, maybe four four to five hundred people a night and then all of a sudden like Fortnite comes out. Um, he started getting interest in that. And then one day, he streams with Drake, and then he just blows up. Like,
0: Yeah, that's right. I forgot about the, that's the Drake literally stream.
1: Literally, it was like 100,000 people watching or something. something fucking ridiculous, dude.
0: I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, he he definitely he owes a lot of his success to the overnight phenomenon that Fortnite is. I mean, that game came along, and I mean... I don't know if we've ever seen a game blow up like it before. It it was wild, and I'm not a fan anymore. I don't play Fortnite anymore. It's just kind of... It's gone through so many evolutions, and and I also... I don't like how they... They pull a lot of stuff from other um, Battle Royale games that have come out You know that had their own original ideas. Fortnite will take it and implement it into their game, so I don't really like that, but I will say... Uh, when that game first came out, um, probably all the way up to the update that added, like... Um,
1: speed building and stuff, dude? Well,
0: nah, that was... You could see that that was evolving to that over time. But yeah, when the game first came out, that wasn't really a thing. And I blame the streamers for the speed building stuff. They completely changed the culture of the game. But probably all the way up to the update that added... Um, I, I'm blanking on the location name but the update that added the big like city spot in the middle kind of off kind of close to loot lake
1: loot lake, lake. that's all the. that's like the only place i remember
0: loot lake and then it's just a little bit uh, uh close to it and i'm pissed off i'm blanking on the name but when that update happened and it added like a bunch of new locations i kept playing it for about maybe another month after that and then it, it had just lost me by that point so yeah, I was a huge fan of the game. Like if I if they came out right now with a classic mode, I say this all the time. Classic mode where like um it's just exactly how the game was when it like first dropped its first couple months, I would still play it because yeah. it was. I I I played that game every night. I was obsessed with it. I would yeah. definitely still play it, but it, yeah, it's just got too much going on for me now, but
2: yeah, for it's sure, crazy
0: man. man uh to to go back to the streaming Real quick before we just switch topics, you know, yeah, just look up Ninja and what he's been able to do for himself, and, you know, that's pretty much the ceiling of what you can do.
1: And then, like, Facebook offered double, like, man just walked away from 60 million, he's like, nah, dude, I won't even go to Facebook Gaming for 60 million, like, yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that right there should, should tell you. I wonder if it was 60 million, yeah, so... So, basically, he was going to get an extra 30. It wasn't like he got the 30 and then could get another 60 on top of it, right? Yeah, yeah, I okay. think so. Okay. Because that, that would be wild. I don't know how anyone in their right mind would ever turn it down.
1: I mean, it's Facebook gaming.
0: so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just sounds lame. <laughs> like, it just sounds so lame. Facebook gaming. They, they should just stick to, um, I don't know, what they already do.
1: Farmville I don't which isn't
0: know. which isn't great. But uh so I know you had some The Last of Us talks. Oh, we talked yeah, about it last yeah. week,
1: just some quick, yeah, I quick mean, bits. We we uh talked a lot about The Last of Us. It just came out last week. Um how pumped we were for the game. I still haven't bought it yet, but like I have so many games in my backlog regardless. Um I I saw like I was trying to look up reviews for it and like a lot of the user reviews were just like Stray, Toxic, just because they didn't like the direction the writers took the game, um, like they, there's people that didn't even play the game that just agreeing with each other. It's just like a huge freaking circle jerk of them just bashing it because I I don't know if you read read any spoilers on this game. I don't know. Are we allowed to drop some spoilers in here? I'm sure most people already know if they got the game.
0: Uh. Go ahead go ahead and drop him. I don't okay. care.
1: Okay, okay. Well the only thing is, dude, early spoiler on Spoiler alert, spoiler alert Spoiler alert, best dad, Joel from Last of Us One. One a uh, a fan favorite. People love him. People play the game for him. They got this second game for him. Well, he gets fucking like just brutally murdered early on in the game.
0: oh now that's the controversial type of shit that i love (laughs)
1: and people were pissed they're like are you fucking kidding me like no this game's unplayable now like fuck this game and what people hated even more is during the game you play as the person that murders him oh wow so you play as the character named abby and you get to see Her struggles, her story, and they try to, I want to say they try to make you sympathize with her, but they try to make you understand, like, in this type of situation, in this, like, post-apocalyptic world, like, there is no good and bad, you make your own justice, it's just like The Walking Dead, like...
0: Exactly, that's what I was thinking.
1: Yeah, it's basically like that, I think think you'd probably really enjoy the game, I mean, I think I would too, but it, it is still... spooky spooky. yeah very spooky but like people hated the fact that he died early and they didn't like the ending the game so they just started review bombing it i mean this isn't the first game to get review bombed just negative 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 it's only by users though like other reputable outlets like they've given it like eights and up it's like a really well-written game the action's great um story is good i guess from your at least from my perspective it sounds pretty good uh Everything is good. Like it's not a ten. Um, I, I yeah. think it could have went a different direction, but like I don't understand how people, like you, I mean, like that hive mind that you kind of spoke on before. Um, it's just wild, dude. Like yeah,
0: it, it's something that we we see now. It's become pretty prevalent in and I'd say video games and movies and TV shows are probably the top three things now where this with this happens. Like some people they won't you know, they won't actually even experience the the media themselves. They'll they'll jump on with a hive mind and just bash it because that's what people are doing without forming their own opinion. You know, and then with video games it's different because you have it's not just like a movie or TV show where it's based on the storyline And the acting, it's you have like the actual mechanics of the game, too, which is a big factor in video games that can make a good game. If it's got great like mechanics and feels great and plays great, but you just don't like the story direction of it. That's a terrible reason to review bomb the game. Because I mean, I get it. People are playing that game because like we talked last week, it's such a cinematic game so it really really does give you that feel of like a movie or a tv setting so i guess i get their frustrations that that happened but i still just think that's a terrible reason to review bomb a game
1: i mean i it depends um i just think regardless review bombing a game is ridiculous unless like it really 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 like generally receptively just sucked um but then the you know those the companies that write the reviews and stuff like they would they're not going to be they're not going to like push out like a positive review just for money at least i would say not the majority but like there there's some reputable sites that you know will give an honest review no matter what that like comes from the perspective from a normal gamer um in this case i think it's ridiculous like they've worked on this game for years and like i'm sure they know what they're doing the fact that they're able to get such a reaction out of people i think that shows still good writing um, yeah no i agree. in a way bit, a bit but now like i'm gonna touch on this uh freaking one streamer i was watching he i watched him beat the game and people were just bashing him because he's like no i give this like a seven seven eight out of ten like you guys are crazy like i understand where they're going with the story and stuff and people were like joel but joel died joel joel i'm like he's like okay game of Thrones season one ned stark dies do you stop watching the show or do you continue watching it
0: yeah or if Game I... of Thrones season three, half the Stark family dies. Do you stop yeah. watching it? Now then... Game of Thrones season eight.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's like yeah. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the, one of the sole reasons. Like I haven't even like rewatched any of Game of Thrones, which is sad because I used to love it.
0: Uh, dude, it was it was. We're getting off topic here, but I'll just quickly say it was my <laughs> favorite show ever. I was so invested in it; it was sickening like deep. the amount of time I spent on fan theories on on like di- like digging deep into the book lore like everything I was so obsessive over that show and I have not watched it since that season ended I tried to do a re I tried to watch episode one which I've told a lot of people a lot of people don't agree with me but episode one was always my f- like top three episodes just because of
1: you're into that brother sister
0: stuff huh oh yeah well just because <laughs> just because of like it's you know everyone's together that episode it's and it's crazy to see how like that's, that's... the one episode that kind of has this sense of normalcy yeah that all of our characters have lived through before we got to start viewing their lives you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they all lived in winterfell and all that shit for you know, fourteen, fifteen years before those events start happening. So yeah, I was always one. And like, I tried to rewatch it. I think this was maybe two months ago because you know, fuck, we're in quarantine. Perfect yep. time, right? Yep, yep, yep. Couldn't do it. Couldn't even get through the first episode. All I kept thinking, of, all I kept thinking about was like, this means nothing right now. It was like this <laughs> means fucking shit right now. I was so frustrated. Couldn't take it. Couldn't do it. Turned it I, off.
1: Dude, I I understand. I still haven't. Mustered up the courage to even try, and like just random rant about the whole thing, dude. Freaking episode of Blackwater costs less than the episode of the Battle of Winterfell in season eight.
0: Yeah, cost probably substantially less.
1: How much better was that? Like,
0: it's it. That's is like it. the ba- that's another top three episode for me. The Battle of Blackwater, what is probably like the best episode. When when the when the uh. The ships all explode from the, um, uh, why am I blanking on the name of that fire shit?
1: The, the wildfire, uh... the wild,
0: yeah, the wildfire, right? Yeah, 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 uh, I think so. Like, I remember, like, my jaw was, like, dropped to the floor during that scene. I was like, oh my god. Hell yeah. Like, holy shit. But just that whole, that whole episode is just fantastic. And here's another thing. That fucking episode was also filmed at night. Did anyone have fucking trouble seeing what was going on in that episode? Exactly. No, we didn't. Exactly. You try to watch if you watch uh Battle of Winterfell without a uh, a like a Lumos LED or whatever the fuck it is, like the best expen- most expensive TV you get. If you don't have that, you can't see what's going on. Oh yeah, I mean I do
1: have that, but uh...
0: I, I mean, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a 4K HDR TV, but like still no, yeah, yeah, trouble, man. Not worth it. Just, just, and also like you would think a show like that would, you know, obviously it's fictional and it's fantasy, but like from a book standpoint, like most of the stuff that George R. R. Martin like based his stuff on is like factual ways that like medieval battles would actually happen. Like they actually made sense. Like if you look up in history, how like the strategic formations that people would place their soldiers in and stuff for like battles like that, that they just threw all that out the fucking door for the Battle of Winterfell. None of the shit made sense. Tell me how it makes sense to send the entire Dothraki cavalry just ride it. Just send them into the fucking blackness. <laughs> I don't get it. I just don't get it. But anyways, I, I could talk about this all night. We're, dude, we're getting off. off dude, off it gets topic to me here.
1: heated. But okay, you know what? We can tie it back in. Hey, some some great game company out there. I know you're listening. You should just make a GTA version set in the Game of Thrones universe, get with George RR, make it like a pre-log to the whole thing or something in the future, you know, whatever. I think it'd be pretty sick.
0: I'd be so down for it. I'd be so down for it. Uh, Kind of like uh, the what the Shadow of Mordor games, similar yeah, maybe?
1: Mordor similar? or maybe like the witcher whatever yeah. but like something in that direction open world let me explore let me be part of a different family each family has a different story something like that
0: that'd be so dope Dude, or like you got trying ideas. to think of like if 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 they didn't want to go the family route you could be a bastard yeah like seriously yeah you could be a bastard and just kind of like control your own destiny Hell, like, yeah. if they made it one of those types of games where, like, every little decision you made yeah. changed the course of the storyline that you're playing through to get to the end, I mean, that would be so dope. Dude. And on on the other hand, I would like to see that as well, uh, like a big open world uh, Harry Potter game, oh. I, I, and which I hear is in development. Yeah, There are strong rumors that one was supposed to get announced this year at E3, so I don't know we're still seeing that or not but if if we are you have to think it's gonna get announced sometime here in the next month or two
1: that would be sick dude like uh oh see that's easy like a skyrim ish you know
0: set in a different universe literally i mean like dude the, the skyrim modders have probably already made it oh yeah i'm sure guaranteed the, they, they could do some incredible things with the mods on that game the best mod they ever did on that game was change the giant spiders to bears because oh, yeah, your, boy,
1: fuck spiders. Your, your boy doesn't like <laughs> spiders,
0: dude. I remember <laughs> the the first goddamn scene in that game is giant spiders. I'm pretty sure. Well, you're trying to fight out of, your way yeah, out of that cave? in
1: the cave there's a giant spider.
0: I was like, I bought the game. I was so hyped to play it. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I was like, I can't play this now. I was like, what the fuck? I'm two minutes into it. <laughs>
1: Uh, it, it reminded
0: me of like dude i have, was having strong flashbacks to zelda ocarina of time
1: oh the giant ass the
0: giant spider in the tree and yeah the, in the, what is it the dooku tree
1: yeah with the big old web
0: yeah dude fuck that it just terrifies me so for some reason it's like a trend in video games these giant spiders also i don't know if you ever played the uh i had it for n64 the or oh, you didn't have a 64 did you I might
1: have played it though. Which one?
0: Ar- Army Men, Sarge's Heroes.
1: Oh no, I don't think I tried that. I believe
0: it was the second one, the second Sarge's Heroes. There was like a level where like your, like your fellow uh, soldiers were getting captured and se- put into this machine that was turning them into spiders. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this, dude? I can't play it anymore. Literally, like I was like, I gotta quit. I was like I can't do it.
1: Yeah, dude, it's like always those memes I see where there's like a giant spider and like the house is burned on fire in the next like screen.
0: Yeah, well, how about here's another? Yeah, I could the list goes on. Uh, a more <laughs> recent game I was just playing, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, giant giant has spiders when you visit the Kashik. When you visit Kashik, where the uh, the Wookiees are from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, terrifying! And and it's a it's a it's a jump scare scene you don't even see the first oh. spider coming dude it's a it it's a quick jump scare ski- scene on your tv and about gave me a fucking heart attack
1: dude that ass you gotta freaking use the force dude you should have expected that
0: dude it, it's terrifying hey but you but, got through it but so where where were we here
1: uh oh yeah we're talking about review bombing we got really 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 sidetracked yeah but you know what hey you know at the end of the day do what you want but like at least form it from your own opinion
0: exactly so we might as well since the the first two topics we talked about are pretty controversial topics i would say review bombings bullshit um mixer I don't even know what to say you guys just killed yourself for being fucking idiots um, okay. so let let's stay with some more controversial news here uh we have more pokemon news so this one i'm kind of I'm kind of with the hive mind here because I just think it's ridiculous the attention this got for it to be nothing so everyone knows well, that we got the the big Pokemon snap reveal everyone was hyped like so hyped. And then, you know, the Pokemon company comes out and they says, well, stay tuned for next week, which this past week that just happened, for another big Pokemon announcement. So, like, this one announcement's getting its own live stream. People are hyped. Everyone's, you know, speculating what it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be uh, Let's Go Johto remakes or it's going to be uh, Gen 4 remakes. like, Or it's going to be uh, an announcement of a, of a new... You know, obviously, it would be too early for a next main line title, but people said maybe it's going to be something crazy like an open world game. And then you had the people that said it was going to be a MOBA. Yes. And for those of you that don't know what a MOBA is, it is stands for multi or yeah multiplayer online battle arena, right? Yes. So essentially, it is like. Um, like, what games would I compare it to? It's like League of Smite.
1: Legends, Dota 2, Smite, yeah. um, Paragons, RIP that game. Yeah,
0: RIP to Paragon. So, <laughs> we got a Pokemon MOBA game announced, developed by a developer called Tencent, based out of China, who, <laughs> they people, to put it frank, people fucking hate them. Because of their money grubbing practices, like they are highly known to be rifled, like their games are rifled with microtransaction type stuff and and pay to win type stuff, so that's also getting a lot of hate. But mm-hmm. people are just pissed off that an announcement like this was it was so overhyped that the the fan base feels kind of betrayed. Like Pokemon Snap is a way bigger announcement than this, and it didn't even get its own. Yeah live stream
1: i i think that's definitely fair. i think snap definitely should have got its own live stream um i think the main reason why this one did is because is tencent is head running it and they can pay yeah. for it like, they paid for tencent it. tencent is the big conglomerate that has their hands and everything and that like they're like the villains in a movie for like pixar or something i don't know or even in a video game they're just that big company that it's kind of shady, but they're they're everywhere. Like, if, if you know anything about them, it, it's... Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck yeah, them.
0: so... I actually... I didn't look up what other games they make, but I could tell you here real oh, quick... I
1: think PUBG's in there.
0: They make PUBG, really.
1: I think they have a big, like, stake in it.
0: Yeah, they... Uh, they partly own Fortnite.
1: Yeah, Tencent is part of Epic, They, uh, I remember that. I like, I like I said, dude, I remember I looked it up one day, they had their hands in everything.
0: And they fully own Ring of Elysium, I've never heard of that game. That's
1: another Battle Royale.
0: So, to put it this way, the company's revenue in 2019 was $377.3 billion dollars. So, yeah, I'd say they're making a lot of money off the games that they partly own and fully own. Oh, um, they,
1: they own, um wait, right, games publishing corner in China. So, League of Legends, they're ha- they have their hands in that. That's huge. Epic Games, uh, 40%. They own 40% of Epic Games, apparently. They, they invested $330 million in the Epic in 2012.
0: Jesus. That's insane.
1: Blue Hole eleven point five percent, Ubisoft five percent, Activision Blizzard five percent. Oh my god, dude! Wow. Yeah, and
0: they're just they're they're called they're just considered a multinational conglomerate company. Um. So yeah, I didn't even say what the game was called. That's my bad. Uh, it's poke. It's called Pokemon Unite, and it's kind of funny because, uh, on Reddit and stuff, you're seeing like uh this it should be called pokemon um like what's the what's the antonym for unite like separate i don't know <laughs> people were saying people were saying funny things like this did the exact opposite of unite the yeah. Pokemon fandom
1: I, I saw a comment it was like yeah they came out of pokemon xd now they came out of pokemon LOL. i was like huh oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the the live stream video that aired is now the most disliked video in Nintendo history. So let that sink in. I think that's pretty crazy. Oh yeah. Considering you would think that Nintendo had some more controversial things than this. So here's the way I've seen it put from a lot of people that are just, you know, trying to justify this. These these types of games, the MOBA games are huge in China. Very 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 popular. So basically everyone's saying, this game was developed for the, the Chinese market. And they figured, what the hell, why not just take it to the West too? So they're not really worried about how the sales are over here in the States and in Canada. They know the game's going to do well in China. But they figured, what the hell, we have the money, we might as well put it in the West as well. And we're going to pay for this. You know, to have its own yeah. debut, its own live stream. So, I guess I get it in that regard. Um, I won't get the game, probably. I have no need <laughs> to to do it. I, I, I've i tried to get into those types of games one time. Uh, I tried to get into Smite, and I, I just couldn't really... It, it just didn't do it for me. I don't know.
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean, like so i understand the like business point of this move no matter what tencent is nintendo's way of getting sales in china in general because they have huge regulations for especially against video games like tencent is their ticket to make sales in china with nintendo products and um and regardless of that though like honestly if you look at the numbers on twitch and everything mobas are the most popular games played in the world
0: yeah and i I mean that's that's just very true
1: yeah and people love pokemon so why not try to mix both and that it seems more like a cash grab than anything and honestly i will try it um i've tried mobas I, I wouldn't say they're not for me. I like I like the strategy aspect and there's a lot of skill involved. I just like a challenge and I, and I kind of suck at those type of games. Um but I I will probably try it just to try it. I hope it's not like a actual full-on price game. Like to me this looks like something that should be free. You could just download and then like skins and stuff will be you can buy and certain characters maybe when they come out. Um that's the way I think it should be, but I'm, who knows with Tencent and Nintendo.
0: Yeah, um I didn't really see anything about if it's going to be um or if it's going to cost money or not. I didn't I didn't really see any of that. I watched the live stream. I was about half asleep when I watched it. And it was like the shortest thing in the world and basically it left me f- feeling like really I woke up for this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, definitely underwhelming, especially like what people said the bar high and that definitely yeah. Just like came out of left field.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's underwhelming, for, like I said, for us here in the States. Um, but, I, you know, I bet you people are probably pretty pumped for this over in Asia. Uh, you know, and I'm sure there's people that are pumped for it over here too. It's, you know, different strokes for different folks. That's that's what I always say. That
1: That's <laughs> true. That's very true. You so th- that... <laughs>
0: that that's basically all the information we have on that here so i'm going to move on from the pokemon talk yeah actually um quick tidbit i just started playing pokemon gold this week oh uh classic game i never played gold i always played silver my buddy let my buddy let me borrow gold so i'm going through gold for the first time and i will keep everybody updated on what I think about it. But obviously I'm going to love it because I love silver. I love the Johto um, generation, the second generation. So Hell I'll yeah. keep everybody updated. But now let's move on to, I have some Tony Hawk news here. It's just This is just some quick news. Um, like we said before, if you pre-ordered Tony Hawk, the new remaster of 1 plus 2, you got the original warehouse level from the first game as a demo to play. Uh, we didn't have a release date for that. We now have a release date for that. It is August 14th. So, August 14th. Make sure you have your pre-order in. And I be- I think it's only digital pre-orders. I could be wrong. Maybe if you've already pre-ordered it physically through GameStop or something, they'll send you a code. Yep. But, um, yeah. So, that's pretty legit. We have a date for that now. I'm I'm very hyped to just try it out. So can't wait for that. But also, they announced with the uh, announcement of the date that we all know that we have the OG roster coming back with all the the classic skaters. But they announced that there will be new skaters on it. They're referring to them as the new legends. So we have eight announced. I don't know if it's just going to be those eight or if there's going to be more. Um, so, we got eight announced professional skaters that are still professional skaters, like, in the circuit and stuff today. So, we got – I'll save the big names for last here. We got Letitia Buf- Buffoni, okay. Lizzie Armanto, Leo Baker, Aori Nishimura, Tyshawn Jones, Shane O'Neill, Riley Hawk, which is Tony's son. And the biggest name I think on this list, Nigel Houston, who is arguably the best skater in the world. I don't even know if it's arguably at this point. He's he's the best skater he's in the world. So ridiculous. Um I'm I'm disappointed in my man P Rod was left off the list. Paul Rodriguez, I love him. They're gonna I would, DLC. I'd love to see him in the game. That would be awesome. Hell yeah. But but yeah, so I I think that's cool that we'll get some new skaters to play. Wait, to play as. R- random thought.
1: So, like... Do you think they're gonna, like... So, you know, pri got Primitive. Like, do you think he's like, alright, will you to make a deal so we can put Primitive in the game?
0: Uh, I'm sure that's how all of it works, you know? Or is he I'm like, sure... just
1: go ahead, Tony, you're my, you're my boy. Just, like, throw it in there.
0: I'm sure it's all deals to be made. I mean, you have to think licensing for logos... You know, like, I think the apparel and stuff that we're seeing in the game is actually... Or, like, to me,
1: it's, like, would you as the clothing company pay to be in the game rather than the other way around? Because that's, like, advertisement, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
0: it's free advert. Yeah, well, no, it's not free. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you probably would. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe he just reached out to people... You know, there's so many professional skaters out there like, um, you know, maybe, you know, there's people that were in older games like Bam Margera was in some of the Tony Hawk games. He's not listed on anywhere on here. You know, I don't know if maybe they had a cap for how many they wanted to put in or if Tony had just had specific people he wanted to reach out to to put in. Because uh, if I'm being honest, I only know three of these skaters on this new list. Yeah, I only know Shane O'Neill, Riley Hawk, and Niaja. I don't know. Th- I've I've heard of Lizzie Armanto before, mm-hmm. but I've never actually watched. Um, so yeah, I just I don't really know how that all works. It, maybe we could get Tony Hawk to be a guest on here, and he can explain it.
1: I think. Hey, you know, I might know a guy that knows a guy <laughs> that knows a guy that knows Tony that knows Hawk. another guy. <laughs>
0: i mean that would be dope but yeah so i don't know if that's the full list or not another skater that i would love to see in these tony hawk games he was one of my favorite skaters growing up and he kind of turned himself into just like a uh you know he's a businessman but he turned himself into just kind of a reality tv star i loved rob Oh uh, dude
1: i was gonna say if they do like a robin big thing that'd be sick
0: right and I don't know if, like, if, and it's weird to me because he was a huge skater. He was. I mean, like, he was so popular off that DC video. Yeah. I still have that video, the original one. Actually, I don't know if it's the original DC tape, but it's the it's the most famous one. It's the one that got them their show, Robin Big. Um, I just don't know. I can't think of any game that he was ever featured in. So, that's just kind of surprising to me. Yeah. But, we we'll, would we'll love to see him in the game. Uh, that would be awesome.
1: Unless he's just like holding out for money or something, I, which I doubt. Maybe who knows? Which who I knows? doubt.
0: I was gonna say I doubt it because, like, I feel in terms of of professional skateboarders that are out there, he's got to be at the top in terms of like entrepreneurs that did other, th- you know, that that took their name that they kind of built off their skating brand and yeah. just ventured out and did all these other things. You know, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he had stakes in DC shoes and was one of the original people w- in DC, like with Danny way he was doing, he had big monster sponsorships. I think he had stakes in that he helped his cousin drama start, um, reckless. What was that? Reckless. So just a bunch of stuff. Oh, he, he, I'm pretty sure he was a, pretty sure he was one of the main owners of alien workshop too yeah which was his board sponsor Mm -hmm. so yeah he did a lot plus plus the shows you know we all know he made good money off his three mtv shows
1: do you remember remember sacred g sacred geometry
0: i don't what is that
1: it was just like he one day read up about sacred geometry how it's like the beginning particle of life and he just like put stickers of sacred g he put it all on his board he did like some crazy trick after he put it on there like i think i do
0: remember that he's like it's all thanks to the sacred g my my favorite episode of robin big was the one where they called the dude that was was saying that he was selling a time machine i think it was (laughs) and they called the dude and the guy ended up just being a complete nut job he's like no no He's like, no, nah, I can't talk to you guys. You guys are aliens. Like, I can't talk to you. You're aliens. And like the look on Rob's face during that scene is fucking hysterical. Like, he just can't believe what this guy is spouting off, calling them aliens. Like, it's it's so funny. But yeah, so uh that that's the Tony Hawk news and a little bit of skateboarding shit we got for you tonight. Um now next up we're gonna I'm gonna kick it to our very own Tiggy Nation. For some Call of Duty news,
2: take it away. What's up, guys? That's Tiggy with your weekly Call of Duty update. First things first, we're going to start with Warzone. Um, they actually removed the uh, burst M4 uh, variants off out of the ground loot, which is uh, a huge stride because those were horrific. They also finally removed those realism quads that no one asked for, and uh, regular quads have finally been put back into Warzone. So. All good things, actually listening to the community. Also, a little update, Call of Duty Mobile, for any mobile gamers, for all two of you out there, uh, Call of Duty Mobile has now now surpassed 250 million downloads and generated over $325 million. Boom, bada, boom. All right, now we're going to go a little to the competitive side of the Call of Duty League. The next tournament won't begin until july 10th so you know you got this weekend and then you got the holiday weekend july 4th shout out and um it's going to be the new york homestead so obviously new york will be a team in there and as they made a final four appearance last tournament you want to walk look out for them chicago huntsman also a very renowned and very talented team but the best odds to probably take it will be Atlanta. Phase back to back second places, only losing to the Florida Mutineers, who are not in attendance. So it's going to be Atlanta's tournament to ultimately lose, in a sense. But um, that's it for your Call of Duty weekly updates.
0: All right, Tig. Thank you very much for your input there and for the news. We really appreciate it. You can you can catch him on Twitter at Tiggy Nation, on Instagram at Money in the Big Takes. All right, let's move on here. Um, what else do we got here? So we got a little teaser for Halo Infinite. Do you want to speak on that?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they pretty much just it was it was it a tweet? I saw it on Reddit, so I'm not positive how they released the medium, but it was like a a snippet of a of a speech from an elite. It sounds
0: like, um. Yeah, why don't you tell the people what an elite is?
1: Okay, the elite is, you know, a dinosaur-looking motherfucker. No, um, he's an alien <laughs> from Halo, and, dude, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, what?
0: They're hard. Let me put it to you this way. If you're playing the campaign on Legendary, they're hard motherfuckers to kill. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll they, tell you that They much.
1: dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge. So, and dodge, yep. <laughs> so yeah. many sticky grenades, dude. Fuck those guys.
0: But yeah, so go on with yeah, it's an elite giving a speech.
1: Yeah, he's giving a speech. Um he talks about um God, do I have it? Do you, do you remember what he says? I don't have that pulled
0: up. He says uh he talks about the banished. Yes. Right?
1: The banished and the banished um they're like I didn't really get into the games, but they're from Halo Wars 2. Um and if you a lot of it's more like lore into the Halo universe, they're like a mercenary company of covenant that defected from the covenant like conglomerate or whatever and they're against all of their beliefs they they're calling out the prophets and they're it seems like they're against humans and the covenant and it just sounds like they're gonna be a main part of the new game infinite which you know i'm still pumped this this next showing is coming up very soon i think they're going to slowly keep putting out more like not leaks um easter eggs i guess like just hinting what's going to be coming for this next game but you know like any halo news
0: i'm pretty pumped for i'm not sure how you feel about that uh i'm pretty pretty fucking hyped about it um so it kind of sounds like we might have, in campaign at least, uh, I've only played, let's see, I, play, I beat Halo 3's campaign, and I beat Halo 4's campaign, and I beat Halo Reach's campaign. So, all the other ones I haven't beat. I, I know, I kind of just went out of order there, but that's just the way it went. Yeah. So, uh, But it sounds to me like we might kind of get like a like a three-way battle between factions in this campaign and then
1: you can't sleep on the flood so the
0: flood so that's what i was about to say so is that gonna be a fourth
1: i don't know it just sounds like no matter what okay say like you know humans beat the covenant the banish and then the flood just takes over all their bodies and you're just like oh fuck like what what now
0: yeah like what the fuck do we do now yeah so i mean it was a quick teaser if people want to look up the the video it's not really even a video it could have just been an audio file yeah it was just audio but it's pretty cool it'll give you some goosebumps if you're real into the halo and you can you can tell at least in my opinion that it's definitely it's definitely an elite talking like we said it's definitely an elite you can tell by the voice so yeah that's pretty cool like we said we're gonna have Hopefully, very soon we're gonna have a lot more. What? What do, do we have the date in July that they're doing the Xbox live stream?
1: I don't have a hard date. Well, let's see. No, uh, it's just July of 2020. That's all I'm seeing.
0: So, so yeah, we're we're gonna be getting a full reveal of this game. I would say in a, at least a month's time here, so mid-July maybe, end of July. We're already at the end of June, so I, I can't wait for that. We're going to have you know a lot, a lot to talk about when that drops for you guys. But as of right now, go listen to the teaser. It's it's pretty cool. And go watch the E3 video from last year if you haven't seen it yet. No, also, yeah. a, also a very cool video. It gives you a, a look at how Master Chief is going to look like in this game. So, uh, let's see. The last thing I have on my docket here is Diablo Immortal. Ooh. So, another... Is it another MOBA? Is it a MOBA? Or it's a mobile game. It's just... I don't know if it's a MOBA.
1: No, I don't think it's a MOBA. I think it's just Diablo, but on your phones. Um, I didn't really look too much into it when I see it anything i mean i'm just biased so whenever i see a game come out from mobile i'm just don't get that excited especially when you use the game dia like the the title diablo like i think pc right away and yeah it's uh i'm sure a lot of people are feeling the same way this is not the news that they like to hear
0: yeah people are pretty pissed about this one too like fans of the diablo series uh i've never played those games so i've paid attention to what they are though and and most recently news that i've seen involving diablo is that the lead developer head of head of um of the studio that makes the gears games now gears of war games he left just just in the last like 5 months he left to head the diablo stuff so yeah obviously i don't think this game was his brainchild no nope,
1: not at all i mean dude, i mean do you remember when Bethesda was like oh, all right we have a new elder scrolls elder scrolls what was it legends or whatever on mobile i'm like dude, dude
0: they got they got booed at that presentation yeah. didn't they yeah and what the guy say he's like well what do you he's like well, don't you ha- guys have cell phones like everyone has cell phones Yeah, or something, something like that, like that. I was like Pe- uh... people were people were <laughs> outraged like yeah, that didn't go well. I don't. I just don't think like, may, like, yes, mobile games are video games, and there are some. I like obviously I can't not call them video games, but there are some really good mobile games. But it almost seems to me like maybe like when you're when you're hyping up news for a potential game that your co- company is releasing, maybe you should clarify before you start hyping it that it's going to be a mobile game, so people at least don't overhype themselves and are extremely struck with disappointment because i feel like that in the long run that can hurt your sales
1: yeah i mean regardless like it can i guess it depend on the company like no matter what like they like diablo or blizzard is gonna make fucking money or Bethesda's is gonna make money too um maybe maybe get together and just do a mobile gaming show see how people are receptive to that so then they at least know where to set the bar for their expectations
0: yeah i mean maybe just keep it completely separate like you know don't debut mobile games with console games <laughs> or pc games i mean i hate i hate to not to to be an advocate for separation like that but it just seems like these kind of announcements always just don't go well
1: yeah and also to be fair like okay there are people that don't have access to console or pc and you know maybe mobile gaming is the only thing they have Uh, that's good for them but is that your demographic though you know
0: right that's that's also true it's like i think everyone everyone now is trying to dip into the mobile game universe because they know how much money they can make off microtransactions. Yes, uh, there is. There is very few mobile games that I've ever played that aren't just fucking just rife with with multi or. Um, I'm sorry, I just blanked on the on the word. Uh,
1: microtransactions. Microtrans.
0: Doing? I wanted to call multi transactions. <laughs> yeah, microtransactions or or just like ads, dude. Oh, like yeah. you you have some. Mobile games where you're literally, it's like after every like little level you beat, boom, you're you're fucking hit with ads. Yep. I can't play word with, words with friends without getting an ad after every word I play. Yeah. Like that shit's annoying to me, but it's all a big cash grab. Like they make so much money off that well, stuff.
1: If it was like words with friends, like what if they're giving you some big word ads to use for your next game?
0: Okay, it, <laughs> be like, if that were true then why don't I have those letters available to make that word? Because I just get screwed with letters, man, on that game. <laughs> just get screwed. I feel I'm you. I'm always stuck with an X or a Q.
1: They're always silent, and that's what I tell everybody.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so the, the Diablo games, this, so this is going to be a, an action role-playing hack-and-slash type video game, so you would compare that to... Uh, well, trying to think of games. I haven't played a game like this in that style since like PS2 days. Um,
1: was Brutal Legends like that? No. Well, regard. It's like it's it's mainly you. Yeah, it's hack and slash, dungeon roaming. Dungeons change every time you go in them, and it's all about just getting better loot every time. It's all about the loot, and people just love the grind. That's pretty much it. It's just it's like a dungeon crawler.
0: Right. There is a game in this style that was just amazing for PS2 and I'm just blanking on it. I wish I could think of a name right now to tell everyone.
1: Uh But I'm
0: just I'm just not going to be able to think you, of it. Remember I any like, on...
1: like character names or anything?
0: Nope. It's on the tip of my tongue too.
1: Any colors?
0: Nope. Nope. Yep. Uh I just I just did a quick Google search here gauntlet oh you remember the gauntlet games? yeah
1: yeah yeah dude gauntlet Fuck is yeah. a classic gauntlet classic uh, i played gauntlet from like the early 90s on a floppy disk dude
0: really yeah I, the first one i had was the the first gauntlet that came out for ps2 i remember and that i i was obsessed with it i love that were game. you
1: were you it the was... the elf with the arrow were you the dwarf?
0: No, I was the dwarf. I was just about to say I was <laughs> definitely not the elf. That was such a fun game, man.
1: Dude, they um like there's a barcade by me that, that has it. You could play four players, it's pretty legit.
0: Damn. We need more barcades. Let's well, just open the first one in Wheeling, dude. Wheeling needs a barcade. Nothing nothing lasts in this town unless it's a restaurant or a bar though. That's why you make it Again, into I- both. Anyone that's tried to come up with a unique idea, it just never lasted around here. Okay, but that would be sick. Listen, a uh, uh, barcade slash restaurant? restaurant, and you
1: can make like video game oriented foods, dude. Oh man,
0: this might be the move. You got you have to have a lot of money though to be able to invest to start something dude, like that. Like, just... do you know the cost of pulling in all those cabinets for
1: games? Easy, it's easy. All you do is. Call big brother Tencent be like, hey my guy, I need some money.
0: Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I would uh I'd go bankrupt before I let Tencent own half of my shit.
1: That's fine. You just gotta write in a but... clause in there where like no matter what, you could take it all for yourself.
0: The Santa Claus? Yes, the Santa Good Claus. Good movie. <laughs> so that's basically all the new... Well, I take that back. I have one more game to talk about here. Bring it up, I'm bring so it up. I'm so sorry. I almost cut it short. So, Cyberpunk 2077. Woo! We got another trailer for it. Uh, the game comes out... What's the date here? November now. It got pushed November, back another yeah. two months. So... It's, do I see? Am I reading this right? That this game was announced eight years ago. Uh I
1: thought it was like 2015. Um, I dude, I'm
0: reading right here in this article. It says the game was announced in 2012 with a mysterious teaser trailer, following in early 2013. Whoa! It was at. It was at E3 five years later in 2018 that we would finally see the next glimpse of the game.
1: Dude, that's right, because The Witcher 3, which is also made by CD Projekt Red that's making Cyberpunk, was it like yep. 2012 was when that game came out, I feel like. Witcher 3, let's see. No, never mind, I lied, it's 2015, I'm a liar.
0: No, yeah, it says The Witcher 3 became a blockbuster success that like, dramatically lifted okay. the studio's prestige. So
1: Witcher 2. I don't. I'm sure everyone. I'm sure you've seen it, is are the trailer for it, The Witcher Two: Assassination of Kings, one of the best trailers of all times. You should probably take a yep. look at it, um, if you haven't. But yeah, that game was released in 2011, so that makes more sense. So they teased Cyberpunk, but then released Witcher Three in 2015, four years later.
0: So these games are always really intriguing to me. That have these like development cycles that are almost like a decade long which i think is just crazy so worth it you you gotta hope the game's just incredible when it comes out so for those of you don't know they had a huge huge e3 show last year it like stole the show was probably the most talked about thing from e3 last year they had keanu reeves actually come out and do the presentation for the show for the game and i believe he's going to be a playable character in the game
1: uh, I think he's just like an NPC. I'm not sure if he's playable, but who knows.
0: Um, and he looked incredible in it. Like it looked just like him. Yeah, it's it's wild. So the hype was huge for it last year. So the game was supposed to come out in April, this past April. Then it got pushed to September 17th. Now we have a final release date of November 19th. Hell yeah! So a new a new trailer came out today or yesterday, I think, and. It looks pretty fucking sweet. Um, I've already seen the original trailer, which was cool looking. The, the best way I could put it, if, if you're not going to watch the trailer, it's kind of GTA vibe-ish, like futuristic GTA with like, I don't know, hints of like,
1: like, I don't know. Like cyberpunk, dude?
0: Yeah, it's just very, it's like got this cyberpunk feel <laughs> to it. <laughs> but it, it looks incredible there's some things behind the scenes that we've heard about this game that it just sounds like the detail is going to be insane. Like we've heard some crazy things like that. You can like down to the very small, like the smallest details ever in your creative character thing. Like Whoa. You can, I'm, dude. Talk, Whoa dude. I'm talking like <laughs> this is going to sound awkward, but I'm talking you, you, apparently you can like choose the size of your character's penis or if it's like a circumcised penis yep, or not, yep. fucking like pubes, fucking like fingernails, like these are like small little things that I'm talking about. That okay, first I don't off, think dude, ever penis seen in a video game, not before. a small
1: thing, not a small thing. Uh, well,
0: now, now, keep in mind that is up to the player. That is
1: true. That is true. <laughs> if it, is it a grower? Is it a shower? That's up to is you it guys. A shower?
0: We don't know. <laughs> it's just wild though. Like. <laughs> so i'm i'm gonna get this game on pure intrigue like i'm just so intrigued on what i'm gonna be able to do so um yeah the cd project red
1: great company like they took the witcher books made it like sort of real in these games what's crazy is like yeah they'll, they'll delay a game because it's not done because that's what you do you want to deliver a finished product we've talked about that before um and like hey more power to them as long as i get like the best finished product when it comes out um and you talked about like you know if we made a game of thrones game how every decision affects the ending and affects the world the story that's what the witcher is like when you play it and this is what cyberpunk is going to be every decision you make there's gonna it's gonna branch off into like a different story or timeline that, w- that will be completely different from your first playthrough to your last playthrough depending on the decisions you make and like these games completely open world um you could do so much like I didn't I haven't seen any more gameplay besides the trailer but like it looks fucking nuts like there's a mechanic in the game called brain dance and you get to look into the perspective of like anybody in the game i'm not sure if you get to choose or if there's only certain people you can do it to but in um well, one interviewer was like talking about how they looked into the mind of a thug and they played the scene of the crime and in in the guy's mind you can pause it you could change the camera angles and you can see it from every different perspective because you know everyone's like cyborg um and then he scanned a gun and he could sh- shoot the gun in there and you can isolate the sounds in-game to see where the the bullet came from or where the gun was at. Like, shit's fucking crazy, dude. This game is so in-depth, like, to the t- like tiny details. Like, this is, like, the future. And this isn't even optimized for next-gen. They're basing off of just current-gen right now.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's the crazy thing is that this isn't even a next-gen title... This is—it's been worked on for literally eight years. I mean, the amount of, of work put in this game is just simply—I mean, it's amazing. Props to props to those devs. You yeah, know?
1: and um, they said that if the like if Sony will allow it, like Xbox already said they will. Like, if you get if you get the game for Xbox One X, you'll get the automatic upgrade for free with a like everything. For the next gen as well. I'm not sure if Sony said they will do the same thing, which I hope they do. But that's also pretty, pretty big news.
0: Yeah. So uh, this game's just gonna be wild. I encourage everybody to to check it out if you can. Um, come November 19th, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty sick. Uh, and I I had known nothing about this game until E3 last year. Obviously, the presentation caught my eye, and I'm happy to see that everything's moving forward with it. And I'm t- I'm telling you, like, get the game because you're you're going to be able to do stuff in this game that you never thought was imaginable in a video game. You're going to be able to do stuff that they they haven't even told us about yet, like stuff that they haven't even said we could do yet. It- it's, gonna I- it's it's going to be that mind blowing. It's it's going to be wild. So. Get, definitely get this game it, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be sick
1: It, I dude. Uh, dude i'm gonna say right now it's probably gonna be game of the year
0: yeah. yeah it's 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 been in talks for you know a game of the year candidate since since it was unveiled so yeah i know i've said it five times but get this game it's gonna be get sick. it
1: and we are also not paid by them but if we were
0: yes yeah.
1: that'd be nice
0: it'd be sick <laughs> but we're not We're not paid by anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to end the episode here on a hypothetical question. If you could only listen to the soundtrack of one video game for the rest of your life, which game are you choosing?
1: Oh, shit, dude. Okay, okay, this is going to be out of left field, just because it's got, like, a huge score. Um... You've probably never played it. Elder Scrolls Online, dude. They got, like...
0: Never played it, but I watched you play it for fucking hours. I don't know. Was that? I don't know. I
1: think I played something else.
0: No, dude. You played Elder Scrolls Online like a shit ton at our Weaver Street house.
1: Hell yeah, worth it. Dude, the music in that game, unreal. It's just it's just like you play any Elder Scrolls game. And because the map is so huge, it's like a song for, like, every situation. Um, I just think that if i had like cuz there's no words to it it's probably going to be easier to listen to than like a soundtrack with like actual songs on them you know what i mean
0: right so when i saw this hypothetical question my mind instantly drifted towards like soundtracks that had like actual songs yeah. on it like by bands and stuff or like or old madden games that had like good soundtracks But then I started thinking, I mean, I think my answer is going to be the first Tony Hawk game. I just, I know we talk, it seems like we talk about Tony Hawk a lot on the, on here, but that's just the most classic soundtrack in my mind. But then when I really started thinking about like other games, like you said, games that are, are like original scores that people made for the game, like tons of different songs that they don't have words or anything like it was strictly made for that dude. game to like fit the vibe and the feel of the I'm game about to say zelda what came, i was gonna say what came to my head was ocarina of Time. yeah dude i mean like the the songs in the soundtrack to that it's incredible oh yeah it really it really really is incredible so i'm, I'm torn you know if i'm if i'm choosing a soundtrack that's bands or or rap artists you know that are Those are actual songs that were compiled up for a game. I'm picking the first Tony Hawk. If I'm picking a game that has its own original score, I'm picking Ocarina of Time for N64. And then,
1: yeah, if I... Because
0: that was incredible.
1: Yeah, dude. That soundtrack, unreal. And, like, especially if you hear it, like, dude, that's a game that we played... 20, what, 20 years ago, and then like, you hear a song oh, from dude. that, it still hits you in the feels, do you It hits
0: you. It fucking... It, it hits you, like, right in the face, yeah, right in the heart. that's
1: a good one. I would probably do more of a throwback. Uh, damn, that's hard. Okay, either way, if I had to choose, like, a song one, I would do GTA Vice City, because that soundtrack was fucking sick.
0: Wow. Wow, I didn't even consider any of the GTA there, games. Dude, there's so I, many they songs They didn't even... There. Co- like, San Andreas had oh. an amazing soundtrack yeah. because it was based it was based in the 90s. Hell yeah. So all those 90s songs, man, I didn't even think and those are huge soundtracks. Like those aren't small. Did, Shit.
1: I tra- I think I tried to buy like a Vice City uh record, but it cost so freaking much cuz there's so many songs on it
0: i'm sure that would be so expensive i don't even know they'd made anything like that yeah I, that would be awesome i would buy i would buy a san andreas vinyl
1: dude that'd be sick i honestly i'll just have them all just to say i did
0: what's interesting about g t a five is they're still adding songs to the soundtrack, at least for online. They,
1: they should have. Remember how I remember when they first came out? I was just like, "This is what they should have did. They should have got a contract with like Apple Music or Spotify and just let us play our own music and playlists through the game as long as you have a subscription. Yeah. That that would have been
0: sick." Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think, I think you can. Actually, I'm not sure. I know there's a Spotify app for the Xbox. I don't know if you can play songs in the background of games though uh through that app like i don't know if you can run it in the background of while you're playing a game or not in playstation
1: you can i don't know if you could do that on uh, xbox at all i know there is an app there i just never tried
0: it yeah so that's probably would be the way to go if you want to do that yeah but yeah so um i think that we had a pretty good episode there so if uh if fans out there want to find me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at JuiceboxZar. That's Z-A-R. Um, new episodes of the Juicebox on Sundays. New episodes of the Tobacco Pipe on Wednesdays. And obviously Midnight Gamer on Fridays at midnight. Yeah. Um, uh, cop our Juicebox t-shirts that are for sale right now. Check out the Juicebox pod Instagram for details on that. Fuego. Uh, we still have lots of sizes left except for large everything but large so check that out
1: Hell yeah! Uh, you can find me on instagram at sisserey s-i-t-h-s-a-r-e-y or on xbox live uh, sith space x space panda let's play some games maybe some halo if you want to get carried uh, besides that yeah comment like subscribe let us know what you want to hear um and you know what's up just just uh Let us know what's good.
0: Yep. All right. Peace out. Peace.